Welcome to the Better Business, Better Life podcast. Terry DuPont is the founder of DuPont Advisory Group, a group dedicated to providing comprehensive services to successful business owners, medical, and other professionals. Terry has top-of-the-table status in the prestigious International Million Dollar Roundtable, placing him among the top one-tenth of 1% of all professional financial advisors in the world. Terry's philosophy is, I've learned that I grow and prosper more by focusing on the success of others rather than fretting over my own. Terry is a certified financial professional with the Institute of Financial Wellness, an advisor for the power of zero taxes in retirement, chartered retirement plans specialist, certified wealth preservation planner, and certified philanthropic developer. On the podcast, Terry brings together experts in their field who have succeeded in building their business to share their secrets with you. And now, here's your host, Terry DuPont. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Better Business, Better Life, Building on Your Success. I'm your host, Terry DuPont. And today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're honored to have Cammie Baker with us. Now, Cammie is down in Florida most of the time, right, Cammie? Uh, yes. And Cammie is the founder of um, the uh, Real Agents of Change. Um, she's also a best-selling author and the self-proclaimed coolest hippie chick ever. And so, Cammie, <laughs> welcome to the show. Glad to have you. That's so funny. I just put that on my Facebook like yesterday. So good for you. You did a little bit of research. Nice. <laughs> well, yeah, I tried to, you know, um, and I thought that was pretty cool. So I wanted to include it. So, um, Cammie, uh, can you tell us a little more about you and uh, why you started in this business and in, 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 your, in, in your career? Sure. Well, just to clarify, when you say uh, in Florida, most of the time, I travel the country in my RV. I have a 30-foot Class C RV that I drive around, my, me and my dog, and uh, we got a motorcycle we carry around on the back of it to get around when we're, when we're parked. We're currently in Orlando. And, uh, you know, my business journey started 47 years ago. I was eight years old and kids at school had quarters in their pocket and they wanted the gum out of my pocket. And I learned how to get a 500% markup on chewing gum and then started loan sharking that, holding collateral and charging high interest before I knew what any of those words meant. So I, I guess I was just a born entrepreneur. I've always been able to see uh, opportunity where maybe others just didn't see it. People say to me, how did you even think of that? And I always think, how did you not? How do you not see that? But people don't, you know. So fast forward, my history has to do with uh, real estate for 20 years when I was a realtor. I did a lot of fundraising, not professionally, but, you know, there's a golf tournament or a car show or a raffle ticket involved. I've done it. Uh, you know, Make-A-Wish, Ronald McDonald, large and small, just, you know, at first doing it to build my business, to get out and meet people, but then obviously learning that it feels really good to help people. And it's really good for business because it gives us something fun and heartfelt to talk about that people can relate to. So about four years ago, I was promoting my first book. I was a speaker. I It was December of 2019. I went to a conference and I learned about the magical niche that is so untapped, 
so underutilized. Nine billion with a B, nine billion dollars a year makes its way to the nonprofit world from gifts of real estate. Yet 99.9% .9 of nonprofits don't ask for it, turn it down when it's offered. So I I guess I just saw it with a different filter and set of glasses with all that real estate nonprofit experience. So we created uh, the charitable real estate certification, wrote the book, Real Estate is Hot, Fundraising is Not, and now have a CE course for realtors uh, accredited in Florida. And that's what we're doing. We're bringing for-profit, nonprofit, financial advisors, property owners, realtors together to make money making a difference, to bring that $9 billion to the $29 billion a year experts say it could, should, would, will be with help from folks like you helping us spread the word. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, what is, you think has been your biggest challenge in this process? You know, I love that question. And here's the biggest challenge. It sounds too good to be true. What's the catch? People are paranoid and a little jaded, as well they should be. There's a lot of scams and a lot of people taking advantage. Shoot, the other day I was going to get a tattoo, and I, I put a post on Facebook looking for a tattoo artist in my area, and I had scam artists trying to get me to send them $50 deposits. Like, you're, we're getting scammed for anything and everything, so I get it. But what I want our viewers to hear is, yes, any and all of the 1.5 million nonprofits no matter how large or small, and even the big ones aren't taking real estate. And frankly, we're not suggesting that they take real estate. We have a simple way of facilitating the process so that they don't have to take it. They just get the proceeds when it's been facilitated. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So, uh, do you mind touching on that for just a second? What is your, as an intermediary, uh, for lack of better words, in that process. How do you do that? What, what is your, you know, you don't have to go through all the details necessarily, but, you know, some of the major points. Well, and I certainly want to give a, a free uh, VIP ticket to any of your listeners that want to sit in on the class uh, to learn how this works and, and dive into those details. One of the ways we explain it, Terry, is Every nonprofit has a donate button on their website. When you click on that donate button and you put in your credit card information, there is a third party that facilitates the credit card processing. Nonprofits don't know how to process credit cards. They just have a button and you go there. So we've created the second button, the donate real estate button, which is the same thing. We'll facilitate it and they just get the money. So, so here's basically in a nutshell what it looks like. Donor has real estate. They need to donate to a 501c3 to get their tax advantage. There are third-party facilitators who will take that gift of real estate as a 501c3, which is what gives the donor their tax deduction. It does not need to be uh, mortgage-free. They do not need to donate the full amount. Let's say it's a million-dollar condo and their accountant says, well, you can only write off 500000 over the next five years pull 500,000 cash out and donate the rest of it. Great. They can do that. So the third party steps in as the 501c3. And once the donation is facilitated, 90 to 98% on average is what goes to the nonprofit world. You know, you ask what's our biggest challenge. I have run into some organizations that do this and keep 
85% of the donation. They are raping and pillaging. I'm just going to say it to the public. Shame, shame on them. Agree. So there's no, that, that's why I say I get it. I understand the cynicism, but here's the thing. Just like Netflix and Airbnb and so many other things that have shifted in the last few years, there are visionary people who come along and say, wait a minute, we can fix this problem. And we have. So that's how it works. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Um, can you share a pivotal moment or experience from your childhood entrepreneurial ventures that significantly uh, influenced your approach to business development and fundraising today? Well, you know, when you say from my from my childhood, I would have to go back to my original story of of realizing that, I mean, here's a store on the corner and the school is across the street. You can see it. And those kids didn't have the foresight, weren't aware, didn't bother to stop at the store and get gum on their way to school. And I'm I'm not talking about just one time. I'm talking about over, you know, the whole school year. Like, why didn't they just stop at the store and buy it instead of coming to school and getting it from me? So sometimes people will think, well, so for example, with what we're doing now with charitable real estate, well, if it's so great, <clears throat> how come I've never heard of it? If it's happening by $9 billion a year and been going on for 100 years, if that's what you say, then why aren't people doing it? Well, why weren't those kids stopping at the store? I don't know. You know, it, it, so sometimes it just takes someone who's visionary to see where something's being undertapped and underutilized and bring it to the forefront. You know, there was somebody hundreds of years ago who said, wait a minute, there's an outhouse outside. What if we brought that outhouse in the house? And there were people who said, you can't have people going to the bathroom inside the house. It's called indoor plumbing. So, you know, I'm I'm being sarcastic when I say uh, what I learned as a child is that people don't know what they don't know and or they don't take action on it and or I don't know. I don't know why people don't do these things, but I do know we've brought a solution that is helping any and all of the nonprofits, the financial advisors, the realtors, the property owners that are just willing to listen and learn just a little bit. Yeah, can we take that just a step further, uh, uh, possibly? Um, in your opinion, uh, what specific challenges uh, do nonprofits uh, face when trying to attract major donations, especially um, through avenues like real estate contributions? Terry, I'm going to tell you the truth, and people aren't going to want to hear this. But the challenge that they face is their arrogance. So the only thing, when people watch this interview and the hundreds I've done before and the hundreds of hours of video on YouTube and what have you, the only thing, things that keep people from moving forward and doing something is either ignorance or arrogance. Now, ignorance is not a bad thing. I'm so ignorant about a lot of things. You were asking me about charitable remainder trusts. Look, I know they exist. I have a basic concept. I would never try to. I'm so ignorant about how that works. So ignorance just means you don't know what you don't know. And we can fix that. We can help you with that. But it's the arrogance of this is how we've always done it. We don't do it that way. I've been in nonprofit for 30 years in fundraising. That's too hard. 
that's too complicated. I tried that before and here's my horror story. In other words, it is the it is the arrogance that is keeping them from, from bringing this in as a fundraising. But on another note, the fact is it has been very risky. It is scary for a nonprofit to step out of their wheelhouse and step into real estate. Oh my God, who's going to pay the taxes and insurance? What if a hurricane blows it off the, the land? Like, what if this? What if that? What if we take that real estate and it turns out to be contaminated and it becomes more of a financial burden than a financial blessing? So it's all of these things that have stopped them from even asking for it and frankly, just turning it down even when it's offered. And we just want them to know there is a solution. All you got to do is listen and ask a couple of questions so that you can move forward with implementing the second button. Just put another button on your website. Let the donor decide. We have a campaign for a Giving Tuesday called Giving the Gift of Choice. Give the donor the choice as to whether or not they want to give you 50 bucks or 500 bucks versus, oh, I do have a second home in the Poconos. I do have a condo I don't use anymore. I do have that lot in Texas that I was going to build a ranch on 20 years ago, and I'm never going to do that. Here you go. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Um, for uh, for-profit businesses uh, aiming to enhance their social responsibility profile, um, could you explain um, how aligning with nonprofits through your methods translates into increased market recognition and customer uh, loyalty? Love, love that question. So statistically, no matter what industry you're in, no matter what city or state or year it is, especially now, especially in 2024, people are looking to align with companies, products, and service providers that are part of the solution, that are helping the community. People will shift from your competition to you when they know you're helping the veterans or the animals or the environment or the church or whatever that is. And, you know, there's all kinds of stories around that. Gosh, even, you know, even Tom's shoes has been giving a pair of shoes every time they sell a pair of shoes. I was just researching this two days ago for this interview. Lego, Lego is taking on helping the environment because children have said to Lego, hey, there's too much packaging here. We don't need all this packaging. You're killing the environment to sell us Lego. So the the, the people have spoken. They want companies that are socially impactful, socially responsible, et cetera. So how does that link back to real estate and donating real estate? Well, a company can choose a nonprofit to help, and they can say, you know, here's $5,000 for your golf tournament that you can go use to help the kids or the plants or the animals. Or they could actually say, hey, here's $5,000. Let's put a second button on the website. Let's have a landing page that teaches your donors that sure, they can give cash, but what if they knew about real estate? Statistically, Dr. Russell James, highly recommend any of you, and you, you guys probably do on this podcast know who he is, but reach out to him on LinkedIn. He will send you the statistics around the fact that you know only 3% of our wealth as a nation is in cash, 43% is in real estate. And when 
people are educated about donating real estate, here's fact, six times the amount of donations can be given to the same nonprofit from the same donors they already have when they know they can give non-cash assets. So these businesses on one hand can choose that one and they can help to sponsor the second button and they can be on the landing page. Hey, here's a real estate company. Here's CPA company firm. Here's financial advisory firm who is getting behind donating real estate and or they could do a campaign because look, in Sarasota, there's over 8,000 nonprofits. In Orlando, there's over 12,000 nonprofits. In Tampa, there's over 11,000. Pick the city and state. There's hundreds, if not thousands of nonprofits in your marketplace, no matter where you are. And if you're a national company, hell, there's 1.5 million. So yeah. the business can do a campaign, a social responsibility corporate campaign that they are promoting the education and information that any and all nonprofits their customers care about can benefit from real estate. Now, mm -hmm. we, we call it the biggest, baddest, boldest social responsibility campaign ever because it's not just the 3% of cash that we're getting. We're tapping into the 43% of real estate. And it's not just one or three or five nonprofits that you can afford to give to or that you have time to help. It's any and all of them. When your CPA firm can actually build your business as a charitable real estate specialist, now talk about doubling, tripling 10 times in your client base. They can go to each one of these nonprofits and say, hey, we can help your donors understand how this works. Nonprofit, you can six times your donations. We as a CPA firm can come in and teach them how. So it's a really big conversation and there's a thousand ways to monetize it. Awesome. Awesome. Um, considering your emphasis um, on um, human interaction and uh, personalized engagement, how do you incorporate these elements uh, into your approach to fundraising uh, and business development, especially when dealing with, you know, the real estate contributions? Man, you got great questions, and I so appreciate you uh, uh, aligning with me to share things that really help and really matter. You know, look, social media is a big deal. My first book, Mingle to Millions, The Art and Science of Building Business Relationships and Mastering Referrals. When I wrote that book seven, eight years ago, people said, well, is this about face-to-face about -face networking or online networking? There was a guy parked next to me last week who is doing social media to promote being an RVer. And he said, asked me the same thing. He said, hey, I see you've got this book. Would it help me with online networking? And I said, absolutely it would. So when people are marketing, let's talk about social media for a minute. So many people don't wanna do live video. They don't, they don't know what they're gonna talk about. They don't wanna talk about what they had for lunch. They don't wanna talk about themselves. They don't, they don't really feel comfortable with all that. But Terry, when people are talking about the animals they care about, when people are talking about their church, when they are a veteran and they want to help their brothers and sisters that are homeless, when we can talk about something that we're passionate about from our heart, how we show up on social media as one example is a whole different ball game. So when somebody can go on social media and say, hey, 
as a charitable real estate specialist who is helping to bring millions of dollars into the community, let's talk about this nonprofit that I love and how $600,000 on average, one donation of real estate would serve these veterans. So it gives them a way to show up, stand up, speak up for what they're passionate about, which ultimately is attracting that 87% of the marketplace that's looking for a CPA or a realtor or a financial advisor or a dog walker or an attorney or, or, or. And when they see that this person is doing something in the community, now I'm not suggesting that all of a sudden your neighbor next door is going to donate their house. Like it is a small handful of people who are cash conservative, asset abundant. That's who we're looking for that donates real estate, cash conservative, asset abundant. But while we are marketing and talking about charitable real estate and who donates and blah, 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 the fact is there are hundreds of people in your marketplace that will want to work with you, that will walk into your auto dealership or buy your insurance over the competition because they saw you doing something good. So that's how it helps to, to benefit. And then, of course, when we're out face-to-face, belly-to-belly, handshake-to-handshake at networking events or conventions or whatever, now instead of just saying, oh, I'm, an, I'm a realtor, so what? There's, there's two million of you. What difference does that make? Hey, you know what? As a real estate professional, my goal is to help high net worth, cash conservative, asset abundant individuals be more philanthropic and leave legacy. Now, that's an intelligent conversation that will attract business, friends, resources, relations, revolutionize the revenue that rocks, as as we say. Right. right. That's awesome. Um, what, What do you know now that you wish you knew when you started this? What do I know now that I wish I had known? My first response to that is I had delusions of grandeur that human beings in general would see how simple this is. It is so simple. It's been happening in 100 years, $9 billion a year. People want to donate real estate. Nonprofits aren't asking for it and turning it down. When we can educate them that there's a simple way that they never have to turn it down and they can confidently ask for it, they can six times their funding. The nonprofit, six times their funding, the realtor gets full commission to list and liquidate the property. The CPA and wealth managers all have hundreds and thousands of clients that know about this. They can build more DAFs, donor advised funds. There's so many different ways to build the business. So on one hand, I say, gosh, I wish I had known that um, it would be such a challenge to share something so simple. But if I had known that, I might not have stepped into it so powerfully. So frankly, I'm glad I didn't know that because now, now I have learned so much, not only about donated real estate, but about people and uh, uh, social media and how, you know, it was this journey of three and a half, four years 
that led us to creating that second button. And it's so simple. Donate real estate. It is the pragmatic, simple process that you can implement to help the nonprofit world and financial advisors and realtors who are sponsoring that button and have their name on the landing page. So I don't know. I don't think it's what I didn't know that I wish I had known. It's what I've learned along the journey that I'm glad that I've learned. Okay. Yeah, good answer. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, how do you, how do you define success? The progressive realization of a worthwhile goal is in my head from, um, from all the Dale Carnegie and uh, Think and Grow Rich and, and the, all the old cassettes I used to listen to. The pro- success is the progressive realization of a worthwhile goal. Um, and, it, and it is. And for me, success is being happy and content and knowing I'm living my purpose. Regardless of how much money I'm making, we are so conditioned. And I remember Zig Ziglar saying, you know, and uh, uh, Jim Rohn, you know, mm-hmm. your, the money in your bank account is a reflection of the value you bring to the marketplace. Yeah, kind of. Sure. I've been sold out on that for the last 20 years. But the last year, I really come into the to a, a different way of being. I bring value. Whether you hire me, Terry, whether the people watching this can can put down their ignorance and arrogance and pick up the phone and make a phone call or not, that's not my responsibility. How much I get paid is not a reflection of the value I bring. I bring massive value. I bring a way to fund nonprofits that is $20 billion dollars extra a year that is untapped because people don't know what they don't know. And I didn't create that. I didn't invent the tax deduction. I didn't invent donating real estate. What I'm bringing to the table is the empowered show the F up and tell people the truth. Tell them how they can get a tax deduction. Tell the nonprofit, you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid of asking for real estate. We got you. We got this. We'll help you with that. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, um, we're, uh, uh, well, I'm about out of questions, but uh, uh, is there anything that you wish to, to, to share uh, that we haven't talked about? Friends, just do something. Do something with the information. At the beginning of the book and at the beginning of the master class, we have the warning. And the warning is before you read this book, before you step into this master class, you're getting ready to learn something you didn't know. I promise you, you've been in financial professional for 40 years. You don't know how this works. You've been a realtor for 50 years. You don't know how this works. You've been a nonprofit for 50 years. You don't know how this works. Do you know how I know? Because you're not doing it. Right. You're not doing it. So the warning is you're getting ready to learn something you didn't know. And it can either be a blessing. 
Because now when you go to your fundraising committee meetings and they're worried about how much do we charge for raffle tickets and what golf course is going to host it for us this year and what if it gets rained out or what if another stream of COVID comes through and it gets canceled, oh my God, what if we don't bring in $50,000 to pay the staff? Now that you've learned about this, the blessing is you can say, um, excuse me, um, I just learned about a way that nonprofits like ours are getting funded all over the country and have been for 100 years. Why don't we implement this? Mm-hmm. Right. It can be a blessing to your financial advisory company because you can say, hey, guys, we got 1500 financial advisors all over the country. Why don't we be a part of bringing hundreds of millions and billions of dollars to the nonprofit world? Let's talk to this woman to see what what the deal is. Let's just find out. Let's just put our arrogance in our back pocket and just learn something that we didn't know. So it can either be a blessing or it can be a curse because you can learn just enough to know, hmm, there is a solution. There is a way to help more people. There is something that I must not know because I'm not implementing it. I'm not going to tell people because what if it doesn't work? What if it's a scam? What if people judge me? What if what if it's more complicated than I think it is? And I think people think I look pretty smart. But now I'm going to look stupid because I've got to ask questions. It can be a blessing or it can be a curse. And I I invite you, I engage with you to let it be a blessing for you and just ask, just learn yeah. how it works. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, with the success that you've had uh, and you're still in, early in on this. I mean, it's what it's been a, you know, uh, five years, four five, six years, something like that. And, and yes. so um <laughs> With the success you've had so far, what do you think the biggest challenge is as you built this out so far? You know, the challenge is, is just, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a recovering alcoholic, single mother, uh, female, um, doing this on my own. I, I figured it out. I came up with this solution but I'm not backed by millions of dollars of SEO and click through and retargeting and, 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 and. So the challenge is how to get the word out, how to find that one person or group or organization who says, wow, our realtors can earn full commission. Our company can make money helping thousands of nonprofits all over the country sign us up. So the challenge is finding the right collaborative partners to get in alignment with who I'm telling you, Terry, the biggest challenge is arrogance. Yeah. People think they know everything there is to know. You don't know what you don't know. And one of my sayings is, and I'll leave us with this. The more I know, the more I know I don't know, and the more I know I need to know. I, I agree. I agree with that 100%. Um, now, we're coming down to uh, winding this out. So um, I know all of your information is at the bottom of the screen, but you could could you share with our audience um, what's the best way to contact you, get a hold of you, uh, et cetera? Yeah, Cammie Baker, uh, you can find on Facebook. Book, LinkedIn. Uh, I've been saying for years, carrier pigeon or smoke signal. It's easy enough to find me. And um, TikTok. In the last 72 hours, I've had 1 million views of wow. my videos. 
for absolutely no reason to, to my knowledge. I went from 200 views per video to nine, uh, 700,000 views of one video and 20, 30,000 on others. So TikTok is apparently a really good place for me. But you also, if you really want to learn about it, you can go to the YouTube. I've got a, a Cami Baker YouTube channel, hours and hours of video. But just message me. Here's my cell phone number, 603-785-2598. Send me a text. Hey, Cami, where's a link to go to the master class? Just come learn. That's all you got to do. Because once you learn what this is, it's either a blessing or a curse. So don't even reach out if your ego is too big to learn about it. But if you want to be visionary and you want to be a part of the solution and this resonates with you at all, just ask. Yeah, that's that's great. Thank you for sharing that. Um, well, like Prairie Rats wraps up uh, this week's episode, folks, uh, here with Better Business, Better Life, uh, Building on Your Success. We've had Cami Baker on the show today. Cami, thank you so much for, for being on. I've been wanting to do this for a while. Um, and so, folks, uh, join us next week for another uh, uh, episode. And remember, remember, the best way to pre predict the future is to create it. And it wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. So see you next week, folks. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the Better Business, Better Life, Building on Your Success podcast. If you have questions about creating tax-free wealth and income, forward-looking tax mitigation, strategic risk mitigation, wealth preservation and legacy planning, and advanced financial management, go to DuponAdvisory.com or email Terry at DuponAdvisory.com. 49 faces looked to him in triumph. Over the last 12 months, they had each taken turns and promoted his business for a week at a time, driving over $987,342 in revenue. What if you had a network of 50 centers of influence who promoted your business every week for a year? Grab your copy of the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast, at 33% off the Amazon price by going to ultimatepodcastbook.com. Again, that website for 33% off the Amazon price is ultimatepodcastbook.com.